0: now that we do a bunch of commercials in the beginning in the middle of these episodes Um, there's two things here one patreon.com working dog radio we put the episodes up without commercials how about that but here's the thing guys I know you people. I know what you're doing. You're skimming forward and you're fast forwarding through the commercials. But I'm telling you, you want to listen to these and you want to listen to the ones in the middle of the episode because we put new discount codes. We put new job opportunities, new training opportunities, new gear, new equipment, new sponsors, all kinds of new cool stuff in there. You don't want to skip it because you don't want to miss it, especially the discount codes. So make sure you guys are paying attention. And having said that, we're going to kick it off right now with one of my favorites, uh, RayAllen.com. We've had a great relationship with Ray Allen for a long time. They want you to know that they've heard you loud and clear, and they have revamped their customer service, faster response times, easier to get a hold of them, faster shipping, faster order uh, fulfillment. any kind of issues they had, they ironed it out, RayAllen.com, for everything dog-related, not just working dogs. Working dog, pet, anything you need. I just bought about 300 bucks worth of stuff the other day, mixture of pets and police dogs in one click. I loved it. RayAllen.com. Uh, We got hits coming up Um, It's going to be in August this year
1: It's going to be at the McCormick Place in Chicago Um, It moves around So you know one of the things they're really good about Is it's not in the same location every year So every four years it's probably in a different area Or it's in a different area of the country And they make it super obvious about um, Rotating all of their uh, Instructors too So if you come last time they were say in Dallas Like four years ago When they go back to that area You're not going to see the same people over and over again when we were there last year, there was like 1,200 people, and they're talking about having thirteen to 1,500, and we've got 100 vendors in the vendor hall this year. They're getting ready to have a price increase. And I know you people, and I mean you people as handlers, you guys wait for the last fucking second to do everything. And I know it's not your money, but the hotel fills up quick. Then you got to walk everywhere in Chicago, which is probably going to suck, because it's going to be super hot. So get your tickets booked. It's going to be August 13th through the 16th this year at McCormick Place in Chicago. Go to hitsk 9 9, dot net. Get signed up. Look at the class schedule. Plan on where you're going to go, and uh, yeah, submit all of your forms to all of your admins so you can get it paid for. And uh, you'll see us there. We're going to be doing live recordings. And come by the booth, get a beer, and uh, have a challenge coin. We got some custom challenge coins we're making, so. Um, we're not so. we're not
0: giving them beer though Ted. They have to no 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 yeah good. no
1: yeah that's yeah get a beer and bring it
0: with you. If that was if that was not obvious, I guess that that's my bad. All right, so uh, one of the booths that's also going to be it hits probably right across from us. If uh, if it's anything like last year's, our friends at Dogtra. Um, I love Dogtra Dogtra.com, dot com. Great company. Um, you guys have heard of us. So you know they're especially you guys you uh, policemen, law enforcement handlers. They're. Um, remote is so set up for you guys to have on your gear. There's tons of different uh, Molly gear you can get for Dogtra uh, remotes. The 1900S is the best collar I have used. I love that thing. Their ball popper is all revamped. Um, They figured out Anything with a battery should be rechargeable. The ball popper is rechargeable. It's kicking ass. Dogtread.com. They have a discount code, WDR10, for 10% off of any order over $200. Dogtread.com. So this next one is
1: somebody that we it's new to the podcast. or uh, They just signed up. So I just mentioned challenge coins. Now, everybody knows that everybody loves dogs and everybody listening, whether you're search and rescue, whether you're FEMA, whether you're, uh, you know, sheriff's office, whatever. Everybody and the public love seeing dogs. And the one thing that I always see is people handing out challenge coins or handing out um, the little like playing cards with the dog's information and all that stuff on it. So one of the new sponsors for the podcast is Combat Bet, which is spelled B-E-T at the end, like you're betting. Uh, They have the little challenge coins that are shaped like poker chips. And ironically enough, they're pretty inexpensive for um, like an apartment to have for a canine unit. You can have them on their little, you can have the dog's picture on one side, you can have the sheriff's office shield on the other side, whatever you want to do. You can even print on the collar of it. And they do two different versions. They got the, the ceramic poker chip ones, and they have also do a couple of metal ones. Um, so depending on how much you want to spend or whatever else, You can get a variety of different things And they can print pictures on So you can get the picture of the dog and the handler on there Hand them out to kids when you go do your school demos And you guys look like heroes Which is freaking awesome So they're doing a discount code for everybody So if you go to combatbet.com And you'll get a discount of 10% off of your total order price Which isn't a whole lot to begin with So it's Working Dog Radio spelled out Head over there, hit them up Tell them we sent you Use the discount code and hand out coins to kids. That's
0: all you got to do. That's it. Yeah, I think our first sponsor that we ever got when we got on the podcast is Arno at ALM. Um, I love ALM. The dude dude has been so good to us. So good to everybody. Um, I'm telling you right now, man. You want tugs, and I mean, we go through tugs a lot. Yeah, I give them out to all the handlers when they come through, and I don't use anyone else but Arno at ALM. Uh, his tugs are the best. Period. They hold up. They're great. The dogs love them. Everything's great. And I've I've done a ton of social media stuff about his hidden sleeve. His hidden sleeve is so legit. It is yeah. so good. It's the easiest the easiest one to put on and take off. It is so. Functional, Like I use it, you know, under stuff as a hidden sleeve, but I use it as a, just as a regular sleeve sometimes. Um, You do feel it. It does suck. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) But it is a perfect sleeve for what we like to do. He has a discount code WD Radio for 10% off ALMK9Equipment.com. Hit him up. So, speaking of traveling, October
1: 30th through November 2nd of this year, our friends down at Southern Coast Canine, New Smyrna Beach, are going to be hosting the Hard Dog Fast Dog Competition. It's the Police Motorcycle and Canine Skills Challenge, hosted by our friends at Southern Coast, Peggy and Bill and... Danny so uh, I'm actually going to be down there announcing the uh, hard dog fast dog competition now it's limited to the first 30 canine teams uh, and the first 30 detection teams and they're also doing a competition the fourth through the seventh what they do every year which is a huge odor uh, seminar and detection seminar and competition and at the end of the three days you actually certify within ndda but there's going to be 125 teams in attendance so it should be a good time be sure to head over to southern coast canine hit them up look at it and come down and see me and i'm sure i'll be heckling
0: whoever's going to be decoying because you you're going to get smashed i don't know what to tell you be on your a game yeah you guys remember our episode with cameron ford uh cameron ford's worked all over the united states um He's done all time, ty- all kinds of multi-purpose canine training. Detection is his thing. It is what he does the most as. What his scientific approach yep. uh, has proven like very effective. The things he does. Well, Cameron moved to Las Vegas to join the folks over at Silver State Canine. Um, they offer a ton of stuff. They have a class coming up. You got to get on this quick, though, guys. Uh, July 29th to August 9th. 29th to August 9th. It's a um, it's going to be a handler and trainer's course. you got to get on it, and they're going to rerun it September 9th through the 20th. This is not a cakewalk, but I'm telling you, you will learn a scientific method for this. Um, it's it's good stuff, man. Check them out, silverstatecanine.com. Um, just so, say you can't go to Vegas, can't make it to Vegas. Maybe you don't have enough comp time. You've got, you don't have enough vacation time. They won't let you travel. You get a hold of uh, the folks at Silver State, and they will send Cameron to you and they'll do a 40-hour detection dog seminar for you. You can get your all your unit, get all your training group. He'll come to you. SilverStateK9.com, check them out.
1: All right, we are back. Working Dog Radio broadcasting the bite. We are in Chicago at HITS 2019, the McCormick Place. They have the air conditioner turned off finally, and I don't hear of anybody getting shot last night. So uh, we had tacos last night, it was great. Eric, what are you doing? Um, you went swimming last night.
0: No, I did not. That's a rumor. I Michigan's cold. Rumor. Yeah. Um, uh, just, you know, enjoying ourselves here. It's been real good. The vendors, the vendor show, I'm telling you, it's just, it blows me away. Yeah, dude, how many vendors, and then how, this place is so big, I keep commenting on on how, like, roomy it is. You get 1,100 people in there, but yeah. it, I mean, it's very roomy. You're not running into people, and it's not, you know, on top, you know, because some people smell. So, I don't want to be on top of him when I'm that. Right. Hagner yeah. is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, whiskey so, and shame. Yeah. So. <laughs> guilt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about um, guilt. It's
1: you not know, whiskey, it's rum. He smells yeah. like fucking Captain Morgan's and shame. So, um, yeah. yeah, so today. is Light and
0: Regret, oh, this guy.
1: God. Uh, so, yes, now uh, we have the. We've done the entire crew from hits with the exception of our last guest, uh, this guest now. Um, And with us now is Andy Wyman, the fourth horseman from HITS. Andy, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Awesome. So you guys have done an excellent job. Everything has been smooth. I've got handlers here. I've got nine of my guys are here, or ten. Nine or ten of my guys are here, and they said that it's been like uber smooth. Check-in was smooth. There was no nothing weird happened. There was nothing lost. That's great to hear. Hotel's good. Like uh, like like you've done it before. Oh, once yeah. or well, twice we've done this once. Because these can easily turn into a shit show. So. Yeah, when yeah, you get I mean, a
2: thousand people trying to register at once, you can get a big backup of people, yeah. and we, we we keep from doing that every year.
1: Yeah, no, and, and from our side, I mean, you guys have communicated great from the vendor side, and like, this is where you need to park, and this is what we need all this stuff done by this date, and so it's been very uh, very well received and very well ran. So um, they even brought the Blue Angels in. True you story. Know that yeah, no, yeah. we saw them in the lobby. That We're means they're here for yeah, us. Like we'll f- we'll stick to that story. A bunch yeah, of like that, dude. Uh, so, give us a little
2: bit of your background, and then we'll talk about the uh, class you're doing here at Hits. Well, I started in K9 back in uh, 1995. I went to Canadian Customs uh, to get detection trained. That's my forte is detection training. Um, Canadian Customs in Rigaud, Quebec. I was up there for four months, four and a half months. Uh, got my initial training on how to handle a dog, how to do dog selection, all that kind of stuff. And then went back and worked down in Broward County for a while. Um, after a couple of years, year and a half, I started teaching with the um, Department of Defense out of uh, uh, St. Petersburg College in Tampa. And uh, after doing that for a while, we traveled around the country, 15 or so classes a year all over the U.S. and in some uh, territories. Uh, did a lot, of, lot of classes there. Uh, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, they shut that program down. So then, uh, focused more on just training in, in the state of Florida, and for the sheriff's office. We have, uh, I do have 18 detection teams. We have about 60 teams total in our agency, and um, we just do our work there. Then we, uh, back in 2004, we started uh, doing seminars like hits. We didn't call it hits right away. Uh, we had our very first one. We had 138 people show up. And we had two vendors. Oh. So, uh, Damn. But, uh, since then, we've progressed just a little bit. Back in 2007 yeah, or a so, yeah. <laughs> we started uh, marketing it as hits and putting it out there and moving it around the country. And uh, now we're, I think this year, we're over 1,100 and we oh. got 102 booths uh, out there. So, we've, we've jumped it up quite a bit.
0: Excellent. What was Broward? In 1995, 96,
2: like was it like just balls out? It was work. <laughs> in the 80s, when I started in law enforcement, I was a, a, a deputy uh, down there, an officer down there for the city of Pompano Beach. We merged into the sheriff's office, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we had uh, eight of us on a shift, and it was you know 25, 30 calls a shift mm-hmm. for for 12 hours because we were on 12-hour shifts and uh that was our only staffing because that's all we could hire now that same coverage area there's 33 people's minimum staffing to cover this same damn area so yeah you know, it was it was a lot of uh a lot of violence and yeah. a lot of cocaine cowboys back then and uh we did we did a lot of work it was it was great yeah <laughs> oh, i bet i bet it was running and gunning man it was, was it was a lot yeah. of fun i, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Now that I've gotten a bit older, I'm kind of glad I made it through that mm-hmm. part of it. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it, was, it was a good time. It's really good time. Excellent.
1: So uh, what do we got going on? Like, what You're instructing today, tomorrow or today?
2: Uh, yesterday, or yesterday and tomorrow. So okay. I'm doing drug canine record keeping and court testimony. Yes. We did that. We created that back in 2004. Uh, Florida had a terrible, terrible drug case called Matheson that uh, basically prior to 2004 in the state of Florida, if your dog indicated you were presumed reliable. And all they had to do was attack your records and say that you were unreliable, which is the way it works now. But after Matheson, uh, the court in the state of Florida presumed you unreliable. And every time your dog- You had to prove yourself. Yeah. Wow. So every time we'd get a dog Damn. indication, we would have to offer records up to prove the reliability. You had to go to a, a PC hearing and present evidence to show that you were reliable. Wow. So it really slowed drug cases down. It made prosecutors not want to do them, made handlers not want to do them, and it wasn't the right way to go about it at all. And uh, the the agency that was involved in it and the people involved in it did excellent work. But well, the problem they had is uh, the prosecutor and the handler didn't quite mesh enough to get the information out to the court. They really did good work, it just didn't get relayed well enough. So Ted and I were talking one day, Ted Doss, uh, you've had him on, and yeah. uh, he's our lawyer part of our hits group and a dear friend of mine for the last 30 plus years. He and I had been talking outside of a class we had just finished, and I said, we really need to do a class that explains how to use your records to prove reliability and what records need to be done. So we created it and it has morphed over the years of fixing that case, which ultimately got fixed and it went back to you're pro- your expected to be reliable based on, on uh, just the indication and uh, back to the way it should be done. And now we've moved it, even progressed it past all of that to include Harris and a bunch of other cases that are out there. So that's kind of what it talks about. Handlers need to know what they need to write down and then how to, how to present that in court to make it best.
0: That's interesting because so <coughs> we talk a lot about state certifications. There's only what nine states or whatever There's it ten is. that require. Ten that require, and Ohio has one, okay. but oh, Ohio doesn't have um, mandated amount of hours that you have to go through. But Florida has like a shitload of hours that well, that's you got to go for through. patrol. Though. Only for patrol.
1: Only for patrol. Yeah, yeah, for
2: drugs, it's wide open.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. no mandatory certification. For How many them? hours for patrol?
2: Like 600, uh, 600, mm-hmm.
1: 640 or 680. Yeah, it's
2: a, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think it is in the 600s now. It's
0: still less than barber school though. If you want to be a barber or a beautician in most places, it's about 780 hours or some shit. So, <laughs> but you imagine um, most of the states that have no certification standards at all, they're not getting that standard that math isn't standard. And you guys, you know, you have the patrol side, and then I'm sure most everybody down here is doing NNDA or... or Yeah, they rely on those national organizations to to get
2: it done, either one of them, NPCA, NNDDA, USPCA. They use them all to try and then, you know... Uh, get the certification. The state of Florida, where it's it's a dog heavy state, there's probably Mm a lot, (laughs) 1500 or more. There's a lot. There's a lot. Massive,
0: massive amounts. Um, That, and a lot of that, it's got to be attributed to those counties gobbling up all those municipalities. And all of a sudden, all these counties in Florida are massive uh, law enforcement agencies. Like Hillsborough County, I think is real big. Broward, all of them are massive. And um, it's, we don't have that up north. You know, that's kind of,
2: it's absolutely the reverse, isn't <laughs> it? I grew up here near Chicago and moved down there 30, 33, 34 years ago. And, and, uh, yeah, here the county sheriff's officer here, northern parts of the country are the small entity yeah. courthouses, yeah. uh, jails, that kind of thing down in, in Florida. It's just the opposite. Uh, our county absorbed all these different cities to the point where we went from, uh, I think when I first got absorbed into them, we had maybe 600 deputies, and now we have total employees about 6,200.
0: What, what do you more. think is the reason Florida's not doing certification on, on the dope side?
2: I think it's probably because uh, they want to push it off to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, who doesn't want the responsibility to do it. Yeah. I really think that's what it is. I mean, is. they have
1: the, the the FDLE doesn't require it, but FLECA, I mean, they, or FLECA, and then they've got Napwater. I mean, so I don't know, I mean, I know a lot of teams in Florida, and I don't know any of them that don't do a, some, some detection. Sort of and in fact, on the FDLE's website, you can go and you can look and see where each team is certified through, and it. it lists like what their certifying body is. But if there's not a mandated, like Oklahoma, you have to have a cleat, which is our FDLE. You have to have a cleat certification to run a detection dog, like yep. it's mandatory it's state statute. So
2: in Florida, you don't have to, but I don't know of any state attorney's office anywhere that would take a case and right. prosecute I mean, without some national yeah, standard or, to, or state standard. Fleca is a right. big one too. They do they they do a, a certification in the state. I'm as trying well. to remember if there I've ever talked to anybody down there,
1: and because I know Jay Nix down at Marion County Sheriff's Office real well, and they do. I don't even remember. I think they do Fleca. But he does a great job. yeah I mean, he's those, good. Yeah, all those guys do. Yeah, that dude got a lot
0: of good videos out. Yeah. Just, <laughs> they, they bite fools in
1: Marion County. Yeah. They in do. Volusia County. You'll get dog bit. Man, you will Volusius, get. Seminole, and Marion, <laughs> in Marion County, do not fuck around. They will bite you there. <laughs> like, <laughs> for sure. It's a good old south down there. Yeah. So uh, where, uh, so in this class, um, you start, so as you and Ted Dawes talk about, like, this class on record keeping, um, what has that done to what you're teaching here?
2: Well, what we've created here is uh, we've updated that from what we did before. Uh, uh, dealing with that Matheson case, we've updated to new cases that have come out now. So there's there's one that we try to to uh, push people on or push on people to show them that it's out there. Is a couple of successful. Cases have been beaten successfully with a case I think it was called Davis, where they try to say that you got to have a full indication, a yeah. full sit yep. to it. It's not real. You don't have to. There's many cases out there that say that the problem, the probable cause is substantiated by merely the behavior change that yep. you can articulate. But the difference in most of them is the way a guy testified. Yeah. And uh, in this Davis case, uh, the officer did a great job, but. They were focused in on the fact that the officer said, I am the only one who can uh, read the behavior change as if no one else in the world could come forward and actually see the behavior change. Yes. And that's where the court really focused in on it and said, you just can't have that. Yeah. It has to have an ability of review. So It uh, has
0: to be a change of behavior, even to a layman, should be... This should be able to go. Oh shit! What was that? Exactly. That's it. It's right there. That's it. Even, yeah. That's a weird. Somebody coached him maybe to say that. I don't know. That's uh, strange. That's a and strange. And then comment.
1: you know, we talked about it with uh, Don Blair, and then I talked about it with um, Bob Eden. Also, that can't the Canadian case. Yes. And everybody freaked out about that, and I'm like, well, one, they're in Canada, so relax. And two, I was like, that shit would not happen here because we have so much case law oh, that says the exact opposite. But uh, for everybody listening, that's the case where. They threw out, uh, they gave him the suppression for the dog. The judge gave them the suppression for the dog, quote unquote, not sitting all the way. And just just a very short explanation of what happened there. But um, all the other changes of behavior were, were there. But because the dog did not give a full final response, they gave him the suppression. And that dude had like... 1500 pounds of fentanyl or something in there. Yeah, huge a huge amount of fentanyl. In the car. Of, yeah, yeah, I don't the remember car. what it
2: was, but it was a lot. It was a lot of fentanyl, yeah, and it was disappointing that they did that. And it was disappointing on this case, this Davis case, and it, it reverted back to a Wilson case, which gave the same testimony or similar testimony and came out the exact same way. Unfortunately, when in the US, as you know, when somebody wins, uh, yeah. uh, defense attorneys pass that shit around, oh. and that seems to be the next focus of what they're going to focus oh, on. Oh yeah, and and if you don't get the word out, if you don't send yeah. it out to people to say, listen, you know, this isn't going to sink your ship, but if you just testify a little bit poorly, the judge and the defense attorneys will hang their hat on it. Yes. you just can't, you just can't do that. And now that everything's being captured, I say everything, most everything's being captured on video. Some of the cases prior to this that say it is. PCs sufficient with just the behavior change were never subject to being reviewed on video because they happened before video of the body cameras and the cell phones and things were done. Now that it is on video, which it was in this case, the reason they brought it up is the dog goes by a car door and the handler describes the behavior change as a head turn and increased breathing and Mm -hmm. maybe a posture change.
1: So it's an interesting. You bring this up, and I'm gonna say this, and I know it'll probably piss some people off. if You can bite me. So it happens all the time on live PD, and you'll I'm get bring
2: that up uh, you'll
1: get dogs that that are doing a good job, some that aren't. But the dogs that are doing a good job, you'll have people post it up, and they'll say, "I didn't see a full. I didn't see all this other stuff." And you know, guys like me and Justin Rigney and like several other people at Jay Nix, you know, we're like. Yeah, and Travis Bobo is another one in particular. This one I'm thinking about where we all exact, all four of us saw the exact same change of behavior in this dog. But then I've got a bunch of people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about saying, you know, well I didn't see it so it, like this is a bad job the dog is not well trained some of these guys are actual canine handlers and I'm like the oh, fuck trained you man so you know but then you know Nix and I and Rig- Rigney and Travis Bobo all pop up on there and we all see give the timestamp, and we all gave the exact same like this is what I saw and yeah. we're like we saw it and it's not I don't even know which to remember where I think it was in Florida probably but I said you know you know, you've got four guys that do this for a living and that train for changes of behavior. And we all four independently saw the same thing. So either we're seeing something that you are not or you don't know what the fuck you're looking at. Now, the the danger in this is that some asshole attorney is going to be flipping through Facebook and they're going to see these comments and they're going to take the fucking testimony or what somebody from, you know, some Karen keyboard person is saying and say you know what that sounds like a great idea i'm going to use that as an argument and then they're going to get in front of a prosecutor or an unprepared handler and that's going to win absolutely and so if you're listening to this fucking stop so
0: (laughs) yeah live pd in my opinion is going to set some case law i think there's going to be case law of of live pd and it's going to be in my opinion i've seen i think i've seen seen or heard some guys intentionally queuing their dogs on there. yeah, And that's where it's going to burn everybody. Shut up. Stop it. Really, is it is it worth it? Is it that important to get your little weed out of there? Um, you know, I, I hate to say it and, and I, I say this every once in a while, not a lot of people really give a shit about dope anymore. No. So to risk your, your career, everything you own and all that for some bullshit on Live PD, come on, man. Turn Live PD down. Stop going on that show and saying dumbass shit the guy in Franklin County who pulled over the big giant truck, he looked like an, oh, a yeah. moron. That was... Stop it. Everything was he was bad. doing was for the cameras. Stop it. That was bad. Stop going on Live PD and saying dumbass shit.
1: Now, when Pasco County bit that dude in the leg after he ran, that was legit. Yeah. That, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was some legit shit. That sergeant was like, saw the dog come up and he was like, bite him, bite him, bite him, bite him, bite hmm. him. And he walked up and plugged that dude onto his shin. That's a direct order. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> he like, He told he me was. to. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, nope. He, that was legit. I was like, oh, really? That was well cause he dude he they dry stunned him like twice and he was still fighting. I was like, where's the dog? And I heard him bark. I was like, oh shit, here it comes. And then <laughs> that dude just starched immediately. He's like, oh. Then he said, Oh my leg hurts. And the deputy was like, You got bit by a dog. Of course it <laughs> hurts. Of course it hurts. <laughs>
2: what a yeah. moron?
1: Come on. Uh so we're gonna take a break for a second. When we come back, we're gonna talk about some of the best practices that we should do for record keeping and some of the best ways to do it. We'll talk about pack track and some other stuff too.
0: Hey guys, we got a great new sponsor, man. We're super excited about this. I have a box full of challenge coins. I love them. Everywhere we go, I'm always asking people, do you have challenge coins, challenge coin. Um, But I don't have one. Working Dog Radio doesn't have one. Torchlight doesn't have one. HRD doesn't have one. So we are gonna get those we're gonna get them made and we're looking around trying to figure out who we're gonna use who we're gonna get to make these challenge coins we partnered up with the good people at combat bet that's c-o-m-b-a-t-b-e-t and they've got several different cool styles to choose from they got other things too they got some cards they got a lot of different cool stuff they're giving a uh, discount code for us working dog radio Um, i can't wait um we're gonna get uh these challenge coins and i'm telling you if i give you one You better have it. If I see you, I'm going to blast that thing out on the bar, and you're going to have to buy me a drink. CombatBet.com. Check them out. They have several different styles of coins. Um, We're really super proud to have them on here, man. CombatBet.com. It's no secret
1: that uh, Eric and I use a lot of equipment at either up in Ohio, Venice, or here at Torchlight. Uh, we've been using dog trip for years both of us have um, even before we even started the podcast you know one of my favorite products is a 1900s hands-free I use it all the time and I've uh, even got a different collar on it so I can put it on dog super fast uh, there's no messing around with it or whatever else and I just keep the remote in my pocket and I have the finger kick on my on my finger or on my wrist and uh, makes it super easy but Doctors have got several products and not just for police dogs, you know, it's doing it for hunting dogs. They've got a long history. Uh, with the hunting dog community. But uh, great products, several things for everybody from pets all the way up to working dogs. And they also have the awesome ball watcher and popper that I use the kennel. Uh, I think I've got four of those things now. And um, we've got them in box, I've got them hidden in cars, all kinds of stuff. But for uh, listeners, anytime you use the discount code WDR10, you get 10% off a single item over 200 bucks. And that's at Dogtra.com. Go hit them up, Dogtra.com.
0: Hey guys, coming up, it's coming up August, August 13th through the 16th, the HITS conference. HITS is the best conference going, it's the biggest, it's, uh, there's only a couple conferences that we back and we sponsor, over here at Working Dog Radio, based on who runs it, the type of material, the type of training, the instructors, everything they get, nothing shady happening, HITS... Um, I can't say enough about the guys. You've heard them on the podcast, man. They're all legit. They're handlers. Um, they're out there working every day with that dogs, with those dogs, and they're putting on this big, huge conference. They got a uh, price increase coming up, man. So don't mess around this year. It's in Chicago at McCormick Place, like it's the size of Canton, Ohio, pretty much the entire <laughs> venue that they're going to be at. Um, check them out. HitsK9.net. Don't wait.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the other uh, sponsors that we have that's also uh, nothing shady going on that we're super happy to have on the podcast (laughs) is Ray Allen. Uh, I think Ray Allen made equipment for um, dogs that are on the ARC. They've been around for so long. Uh, Their product designer uh, You know Matt is one of our Good buddies Uh, We love that dude To death Uh, They do a good job there They've got that New treat pouch That Eric really likes uh, Keeping your fucking Hoodies from smelling Like hot dogs Or or pill jack Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just Ordered a bunch Of rubber arms And we ordered A leg for Eric uh, that uh, is good for proofing patrol dogs. and they've got everything, not just for police dogs, they got stuff for working dogs and they got stuff for, uh, for other working dogs like search and rescue or hunting and then also just for pets also. they've got leashes and everything for and harnesses, just regular collars, everything you need. If you're gonna go over there, make sure you use the discount code also working dog radio spelled out. Uh, the beginning of each letter needs to be Or word needs to be capitalized You'll get uh, 10% off your first order And yeah, they have Just about everything you need Except for the dog and the patrol car So hit them up and not owned By a uh, somebody that has pled guilty to uh, sex offender crimes So there's that
0: You guys have heard me talk And Ted talk about our relationship With Highland Canine Um We've done it on social media. You've heard it here in the commercials and things. And we do that because we believe in the Perkinsons and we believe what they got going on there. Um, They have a school for dog trainers. They got a police dog training school. Um, And and they started to realize what they were doing was everything was um, basic training for them. And they do have a lot of basic training classes. They take you. Uh, they teach you, say you're a handler, they're training you, and then boom, out you go on the road. But what we see in this business is most guys don't follow up with any kind of advanced courses. So Highland K9, they're like, you know what, we're going to take care of that. They have started an um, advanced detection, or excuse me, an advanced um Canine courses, like a whole curriculum they're rolling out. Back in April, they started with an advanced detection course. Um, they're going to go into advanced skills for every aspect of police canine training. Uh, be sure to check it out. Look for upcoming classes. training.com That's the letter K, the number nine. training.com Harmony, North Carolina. Check them
1: out. So everybody knows that we uh, love the guys at Southern Coast, Bill and Peggy Heiser, and of course, Danny. But they've also got a second company called Coast to Coast Canine, which handles uh, detection services. And they are looking for two full-time and one part-time explosive handler. So be sure to hit them up and email Peggy Heiser. So you're going to do P Heiser, H-E-I-S-E-R, at C, the letter 2, C, the letter K, the number 9.com. That's c to ck 9com Shoot her your resume and apply for the jobs for a full-time explosive handler. There's two of those. And then a single part-time handler, uh, explosive handler, at c to ck 9com Peggy Heiser, c to ck 9com Go hit them up.
0: So I got a uh, bomb dog in my uh, kennel right now, Um, imprinting her on the seven odors that we use over here in Ohio. None of those odors are the HMEs like TATP, um, urea nitrate, and some of the other ones. We um, are afraid of that shit, and I'm not touching it. I'm not messing with it but I do want my dogs to, to find it. So looking around, you know, my guys go through some training with the FBI, like once a year, it's pretty hard to stay proficient on that stuff. And I'm not messing with that stuff for real. So what do we do? True True scent is a, um, it's not a pseudo odor, it's a simulant. It is real odor suspended in silica. Now listen, they have everything. They have all the explosive odors you want, um, but I specifically look for the, the HME kits. They got several of them, um, check them out. Uh, it's, it's real explosive odor. Um, it's good stuff, man, we really like them. You heard Ellie, their chemist on our um, podcast. We made a whole t-shirt based on that podcast. Uh, it's good type of stuff, TrueScentK9.com. Um, when you get there and plug it in, they do give us a discount code, which is WDR, all capitalized, WDR15. That's WDR15 for 15% off training aids. Get on it. Yep. So working
1: dogs, whether they be police dogs or hunting dogs or search and rescue or whatever, have a fantastic Talent of managing to hurt themselves In magnificent and magical ways Um, If I could count the ways that my Fucking dogs have managed to hurt themselves It would fill up an entire podcast Episode Not everything is going to require a vet Visit and I'm not suggesting that you don't take the dog To the vet but stuff that's normal like hot spots Pad injuries Happy tail stuff that's just kind of Annoying uh, can turn into Serious issues the guys at vet care have Produced a a product called quick derm That is absolutely fantastic. Eric actually has a guy that's close to him that runs a fairly large boarding kennel uh, that had a dog come in that had hot spots already when he got there. And you know, you didn't want to be blamed for hot spots. So uh, he actually ordered some of this stuff and cleared it up in, I mean, a couple of days. I actually had some pretty gnarly burns from uh, dealing with the talks at the HRD seminars, uh, from doing some of the muzzle work, and I was able to clear up something on my arm <laughs> in about seven days, and it didn't tear up my tattoo, which is kind of nice, so. So if you go over to vetcare.us, it's gonna be 10WDR, and you'll get 10% off your first order, and we've heard some rumors that they were upgrading people in sizes when you use the discount code, so head over and put it in your, uh, put it in the patrol car, and you'll be good to go.
0: All right, guys. We are back. uh, Working Dog Radio live from Hits, um, Hits 2019. Real quick, 2020, Phoenix, Scottsdale area. Website's already updated. I looked at it. It is. Yep. Saw it. Seen it. Can't wait. Again, stop waiting till the last minute. You can sign up now. Stop waiting. There was a dude (laughs) who showed up the day of, and it cost him an extra like 90 bucks. Guys, register. Get your shit. Get it in there. What, cops, man. We, everything is last minute. They do. They always wait to the last minute. So we're here with Andy Wyman from... It's um, part of the other big part of what you're into and everything here is the record keeping. Um, I, we've, we've talked with some other people and I've talked about having to go to um, court as a subject matter expert, as a trainer, and bringing in a stack of training records Like a Chicago phone book, and the defense attorney's like, "Fuck," (laughs) dismissed.
2: We we will plead judge, Um, (laughs) and it's that powerful. It really is. It is. It is very powerful. Uh, It's. uh, I have a a guy, one of my handlers, who had his uh, record subpoenaed. They went to a motion, had twenty-two different things, uh, everything from veterinary information to all the training records, all the deployment records, and it was a, a misdemeanor marijuana case. So the objective of the public defender or a court-appointed attorney was to overload us, give us all this uh, stuff we're supposed to provide them. So, unfortunately, in the state of Florida, unless it's, av- unless it's discovery, something the state's going to use, we can bill them for everything that they want. <laughs> so, we can go up to a dollar a page. So, Ooh. when we counted the pages that went through for his misdemeanor marijuana case, he would have had to have provided $2,700 <laughs> to, uh, to try and take care of the case. We sent him the bill to say, send us a check for $2,700 bucks, we will happily provide you the records and unfortunately we never heard from him again. I don't know what ah, happened. That's strange. It was, <laughs> that was very strange. But it is powerful even, even if you get past that part and you have to produce it to the court it is powerful to come in with that many records and, and to actually provide it to them and, and have them go through. They now have to have somebody come in and analyze it. yeah. And it's, you know, it's, if they're going to invest that time and that money, you better be prepared that, uh, they're going to look at every bit of it. That's know?
1: something that we get to ask a lot about on here. Um, and I've got an inbox, our host at working dog radio email. You know, like I give out, um, like sample reports that I give to my handlers. Like this is how reports should look like if it's a two sentence report, I'm going to hang you by your thumbnails. Like this is what it should include. Like. You know don't be that asshole that writes a terrible report and then this is what the attorney gets and you're leaving all these holes open and everything else but we get a ton of requests for um, what like records like how you do the day-to-day records thing so eric's guys do old school paper and file
0: yeah we we so it's on the computer it's a pdf the, there's boxes to check and then there's a big summary for the training day what you put in. But then it's printed out and stuck in a file so that on court date we can just bring bring it out. Um, but they can do then on their um, computer software for their report writing on their canine 9 reports. If they did some training at work on their own, they can do it. But now you have two places to go try to find files from. Um, in the day and age of computers and everything, it's still paper. You still have to print out paper uh, and bring it in there. You can't bring a thumb drive in for your computer program. It, uh, I don't know that any of them will take it. And It's less powerful. That big dro- boom drop of a, of a file on their desk. Dude, Here you go. One of fester. My, one yeah. of my funniest
1: is a defense attorney in Oklahoma and they had a case that involved a DEA dog and I was like, he goes, what do you think those records are going to look like? I'm like, they're going to bring it in on a fucking hand truck. And <laughs> right? they, yeah. they, they brought it in in like three boxes and CDs and I was like, he looked, at, he looked at it and called me. He was like, you're right. He was like, it was a terrible idea. <laughs> was like, abort, abort. I was like, they probably have the consistency of that dog every time he took a shit. And I was like, I guarantee you that that dog, that that you need to look somewhere else because that ain't good. you ain't gonna find it there. So, so it's go- good
2: It's good to have it on paper when you do that, but you really want to progress into the computer. Oh yeah, for right. sure.
0: You got it's gotta be able to be printed out though. I mean, you gotta be able to, to access it. Um, <laughs> Before we get into pack track, so what do you see as on on canine reports as an area that guys under report and over report
2: Under report they just don't in their narrative of what the dog did when it comes to detection they just don't uh, write enough it's- specific information. So, for example, um, you know as well as I do, if it isn't on video or it isn't written down, it didn't happen anymore. Nobody believes the cops when they go testify in court. We're all full of shit. We're all liars. We're all bad guys. We kill everybody. So, you got to write that shit down. you got to put it on paper. And and, uh, I see a lot of records where they say the dog came in. They say... That they searched around the room and they basically found you know the odor whatever it happens to be and they responded but they had distractor odors or proofing items whatever terminology you want to use it was out the room they have that out there but they don't write down whether the dog smelled at it whether he reacted to it or didn't react to it things like that and and one of the basic things that they ask is we talked about they're going to subpoena records and they're going to go back two three four years and they're going to say hey back on you know September 12th of uh, 2015 do you remember that training day well no mm. I don't remember that day because it's five years ago right. Right? I'm not going to remember it do you remember whether the dog reacted to this or not well it'd be hard for you to say whether you remember or not because you just told right. them you don't remember yeah. that day <laughs> And they're going to suppose to the judge, because you're dealing with a guy that doesn't know anything about dogs either, whether or not that you did or did not, whether you wrote it down or you just forgot to write it down or you chose not to write it down, and there's no information there to Mm -hmm. do. So actually, in a positive or proactive way, writing down, you did not respond to the proofing orders, that you passed them, that everything was fine, and that you did find the drugs is really quite important. And doing blanks, I think, is the other part that is a secondary thing that's very important to do. Lots of guys always want to have odor out. They want to show up and they perceive yeah. that you absolutely have to have odor out. And if you think about it from a defense attorney's standpoint, they don't really care whether we can find drugs. Yeah. They really care whether or not you can clear uh, as they'll put it, an innocent person's car right. that you have stopped and that you aren't reacting to a car that you should not react to. Right. And if you can't show that in real life because we don't know what's out there in real life.
1: We've had that. I've had somebody ask me they're like oh so every time you have the dog sniff a car he sits you know I'm like no like well how does he well how do you know if he's right or not and I'm like because he sits when he finds the odor of narcotics that's how I know they're like so you know where the drugs are at I'm like well somebody does but if he goes and sniffs a car and there's nothing there we move on to the next one I can pretty much tell you that it's going to be clean yeah. they're like well, I just understand you can do that I'm like I they didn't teach you that in law school I don't blame you I'm sorry yeah, we, had, okay.
0: we, we had a drug case a while ago <laughs> on with a dog and the and the attorney said so your dog told you that that car had whatever and the, he's like no sir my dog can't talk he's not Scooby Doo no he goes <laughs> he goes, no sir my dog cannot talk <laughs> what dog can he goes Scooby Doo objection um, and the judge got pissed and, and stop attorney get up here yelled at the handler quit getting smart and he's like well the oh, honor is a stupid question
2: that's a ball Clifford can talk guy. too yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Clifford the big red dog and big red dog I like so
1: quick. moving into the computer era um, to kind of speed some of these Records up. You guys have PackTrack. Yeah, uh, I actually have it on my phone. Um, but it's a it's a cloud-based service that also can give you printed reports. Correct.
2: Yep so instead of it having been downloaded onto a department server and have to involve your i.t and have them have to somehow maintain it which most i.t folks get to have a heartache over we made it web-based or cloud-based we store it on amazon web servers so we have one server in virginia that's uh, where bank of america stores their shit dod stores their shit and then we also have a redundant one on the west coast so every 10 minutes all of our data backs up to that one in case something should happen on the east coast which. I don't know what could shut that thing down, but if it did, it gets backed up someplace else and you can access it from any device. So right. any Android phone, iOS phone, or any computer anywhere in your car, at your house, wherever it happens to be. So it makes it very convenient to input the information. So
0: the big thing about those computer programs is very important is ease of use
2: you want to talk about that absolutely yeah if you make it super cumbersome the guys won't write the shit down and as we just talked about putting yeah. proper information in or putting enough information in is difficult to get guys to do you know everybody hates records everybody hates taking the time to do the paperwork but it's a necessary evil and what i tell people is you don't want to be that guy you don't want to be where that uh, subpoena has come and uh, they want the records and you haven't taken the time to put the right information in because you can't go back you can't go back and try to do it you got to do it now so you have to almost believe in your head someday someday they're Mm going to come for me And I want to be ready when they come. So, yeah, so you can get to PackTrack uh, any way, any computer, any uh, iPhone, Android phone, anything. You can enter all that data that way. It has a tracking feature. So you can uh, click a button and it tracks your location. So you can lay a track and follow a track uh, oh, wow. that way as, as well. Uh, it's uh, very easy, easy to use. Uh delay the track and do the tracking it's four clicks of a button on your smartphone and you can do it to enter data uh you can do it in less than 30 seconds to enter a deployment on through your phone and it all uploads to the server uh one big thing people ask me is hey i don't want my phone to be subpoenaed man because i don't want anybody to see what's on my phone and i don't either so we we wrote it in such a way that nothing is stored on your phone when you look at the screen and all the data boxes that's actually the server that you're entering the data into yeah i
1: had asked me that and they're like no i mean it's yeah it's it's done on the you can subpoena the server the storage location only
2: yeah and and we don't have access to your records right. so they can subpoena us all day and we can't get to them yeah. the only person who can get to them is is whoever owns them and right. it's all password protection uh we all it's bank encryption so the same thing that we use for bank of america uses to you to get access to your account remotely is the same encryption that we do for Packtrack. Yep, And you can do
1: it, I mean, if you want to write it down, and then you can do it on a computer later, or your iPad, or whatever, I mean, however you want to do it. You can do it from, most of you guys have the stuff in the car where you can do it right from there, too, from, like, from a lap, from a laptop that's in the, in the cruiser, so.
2: Yep, you got multiple ways, and if you do half of it, it'll store it, you can come back later and fill it out. You can edit it as you go. Provides great supervisor records. You can, supervisor could pull the records up, review them, mark them as reviewed, pull statistics, uh, bring out certain reports based on the search features that are in there. So if you wanted to know, hey, how many times did this guy bite during a, get a bite during a track? I want every one of those reports. Mm. You know, you'd have to, in your book, filter through and yeah. read every oh, yeah. page. You yeah. can click in a box and say, I want tracking as the deployment, and I want everyone that had a bite involved in it, and it'll bring all of those reports up, and you can have them all in front of either print them or read them.
1: And or- it's something that we I tell homeowners all the time. Your admins generally don't care about you if you do a really, really good job, they'll take credit for it. And if you screw something up, they will hang you. Mm. And so nothing would make your sergeant or your fucking captain happier. And they're like, we need these records. And you're like, hold on, bro. And you run over to the computer and print them off. And I mean, what, it can't take any longer than 10 minutes. I mean, it, no.
2: took, I mean, it takes, uh, to bring them up on the screen takes about 20 seconds. And then however fast your printer is to print them out, depending on how many pages you got. But it would take no time at all to, to print them. So hit it up, it's uh, it's pack, It's just packtrack.com, right? Uh, packtrackapp.com. Packtrackapp.com. Pack, now
1: I've got it on my phone at the end, yeah. because I've shown my handlers it. And then, uh, in fact, when I came over to pick you up at the
0: booth, two of my handlers were sitting there, Nick and Troy. Yep, yeah, they were um, walking
2: through the system. And and yeah. Yeah. So if
0: I'm yeah. if i if I'm in a, a, a training group that has, say, six or seven different agencies in there, maybe I have five or six, and then there's a whole bunch of different guys, how, how can they integrate that together? if everybody had it.
2: So everybody's on the system and we we do training groups. So you can invite members to join a training Mm. group. Uh, You create the exercise and then you can share basically by being part of the group all the common data within that exercise gets shared amongst everybody in the group so for detection because that's what we're talking about uh, if i hide drugs over here bomb material over on this side of the room and drugs or bomb material on this side of the room that common data what i hid how much did it weigh where it was packaged how it was packaged where it was concealed height depth whatever information you want to put in you put it in one time and it goes to everybody Everybody in that group gets that common data. So when they come through and run their dog, they only have to go back out to the car and type how their dog did. They don't have to go back and re-enter five grams here yeah, they got their little notepad there. how
0: much was that how much was that much exactly yeah. and we
2: see guys that are emailing word documents around or sending text message and it works don't get me wrong it yeah. works but wouldn't it be easier that you enter at one time through a phone app while you're walking around hiding it you just type the information and it takes you 30 seconds and it goes to everybody in your group and then you as the supervisor think about it I have a bunch of teams 20 teams almost and you try to chase your guys for the records you now know mm-hmm. that all they got to do is run their dog They put them in the car to let them cool down because it's hot as balls in South Florida all the time. Put them in the car to cool down. They sit down for a minute, two minutes, type their information into the car. Their records are perfectly up to date all the time. Supervisors off your back and you have no worry that if that subpoena should come, you're not ready for it. Yes. I like that that thought. Keep in mind, they're coming for you someday. They are. If they don't, you got lucky. I'm telling you, <laughs> and, and people say, oh, I don't really need to worry about it that much because, you know, I don't find 100 kilos like you do, or I don't find a million dollars like you do. I tell you, I was working a, a, a old musical group, Rat Dog, was uh, years ago at an amphitheater in our area, and everybody was smoking weed in the neighborhoods, and the citizens complained, so we walked our dog through to try and solve the problem. The administration sent me over there. So the dog would walk up, sit down next to a car, sit down next to a person, and we were just taking people off. We grabbed two guys, each one had a joint and a half between them. Mm -hmm. They were both attorneys. Uh-huh. So it's a misdemeanor case. They ain't gonna go anywhere. Nobody cares, but that those two guys care because they're gonna lose their position at the law firm that uh-huh. they worked for if they got convicted of it. So for a misdemeanor case, I had two eight-hour depositions and two experts going through my records God. to go to try to just prosecute this simple-ass misdemeanor case that I wish the state would have j- dropped because yeah, it just right. at some point just becomes not worth it. So basically, what I try to convince people is it ain't about how much you find it's about what that person on the other end has to lose based on that ah, case yeah. and how hard yeah. they'll fight oh yeah and uh, what you know if you haven't done your records in advance once that subpoena comes it's too late so <laughs> you got to get them done in advance yes all right
0: packtrackapp.com. i like it yes get on there and check it out it's uh evolved i remember it's was new the first time i ever looked at it and it was really good then and now it's i think it's even easier
2: yeah we advance it all the time we're always updating it any feedback we can get from people it makes it easier for us mm. i can't predict how people are going to use it all the time so that <laughs> feedback comes to me yeah. and uh, we put it out to our developer who upgrades and updates it as it goes so please give it a try you get a 30-day free demo of it and uh you can uh, try it out. If you like it, great. If you have some ideas, please send them to us. Awesome.
1: Packtrackapp.com. Andy, thanks a lot, man. Uh, it's
2: been good. And, uh, yeah. it's Hitscanine.net. it's, it's Hits canine. Canine. Sign up, 2020. 2020, 2020 in uh, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Arizona. Whoop, whoop. Yeah,
1: definitely. We're going to be doing outside classes, so. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hot shit in August <laughs> in fucking Arizona. All right. All right, thanks, guys. Man. We'll see you guys in a little bit. Yeah. Thanks, I want to take a second to talk about equipment selection for patrol work. One of the most important aspects of teaching and maintaining patrol functions is your equipment. Proper equipment selection and fit makes all the difference in the world when it comes to creating and maintaining patrol and sport dogs. This episode is possible in part with support from Arno at ALM Suits. Because of the importance of this equipment, I use ALM Suits exclusively. I've owned one for about five years and use it almost daily at the kennel and have caught thousands of dogs and tens of thousands of bites. Arno was able to make a great fitting suit for my lanky ass and I couldn't be happier with it. Arno can take your measurements and make you a suit each and everything he does in his shop in Vegas. Between the top notch materials and the handmade aspect, you're getting some of the best bite equipment in the world from ALM. The suits come in a full range of weights, from training weight to comp weight, which is what I use because I'm not a pussy and you shouldn't be either. He offers some Kevlar inserts to make the thinner suits a little safer and more comfortable, plus they keep your tattoo artist happy. He makes a full range of toys and reward tugs also. Be sure to hit him up at almk 9 equipmentcom That's the letter K, the number 9, or Arno, A-R-N-O at suits.com. Be sure to use the discount code WDRadio for 10% off your first order. Tell him you heard it here. Now go get bit.
0: Eric here. Like many trainers, Ted and I go through toys with the hard, super chewer dogs we typically have in our kennel. So we need toys designed to withstand the grueling reality of high drive working dogs. That's where USA Canine 9 dog toys excel. Their toys are made from an extremely durable rubber compound. They have reward toys as well as food dispenser toys, all made to last and are very affordable. All the toys are military themed. Go to the website wwwusa k Check out the grenade-shaped toys. They got the cherry bomb. They got a lot of other great things over there, military-themed toys. Here's the best part. A portion of all USA K9 proceeds go to support military working dogs and other veterans' organizations. And that's freaking badass. wwwusa k Use the promo code k nine pro or check them out on instagram at usa canine dog toys everybody loves
1: stuff that goes boom and we couldn't talk about stuff that goes boom without talking about tripwire operations group They're some of the best in the industry at stuff that makes loud noises and blows stuff up specifically for guys in this podcast If you're handling an explosive dog or you're a trainer of an explosive dog, they have one of the most well-rounded, ready-to-go kits in the correct amounts and odors for any national standard or state standard certification. Head over to tripwireops.org to check it out. They're headquartered in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and a group of first responders dedicated to serving first responders. They believe that the most highly trained and prepared first responders create a safer America They prepare you guys and other first responders and military to protect our country by providing products, services, training, and relationships, which together no one else provides. In fact, they've done several HME large hide courses recently, which is a really valuable thing for explosives handlers because you're not really able to get that much odor in one place at one time safely, and these guys do a fantastic job. Be sure to head over to tripwireops.org and check out the full list of classes they've got going on and have contact info there on the website. Again, tripwireops.org. You got your reasons. I got my one.